Welcome to the Unbusy Your Life podcast, where each week you will learn the tips, tools, strategies, and mindset of productivity. This isn't time management. This is personal management because the solution to your scheduling, time, and productivity issues is you and how you show up in your time. Hi, I'm Neil Williams, life coach and productivity expert, and I am going to help you become the best you in your 24 hours so you can get all the things done and live the exact life you want. Get ready to unbusy your life. Welcome to episode number 86 of the Unbusy Your Life podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you to finish up part two on unboxing your schedule so that you can live semi-retired right now. If you've been listening to the show for a little bit of time, you know that this whole idea of living semi-retired was inspired by a coffee date that I had with my dad when I realized he's 68 and he's semi-retired and my lifestyle is basically the same thing as his. And I've just decided like this is the way that I want to continue to live and work in this lifestyle for the rest of my career. And I want to offer to you that that is completely possible for you too. And the way to get there is to unbox your schedule. So I'm teaching you about the four parts of your brain so that you can use all four parts to create a schedule that feels really luxurious and feels like you have a lot accomplished, as much as you want accomplished, where you're working as much or as little as you want, but you also have all kinds of freedom and flexibility and ease and fun within your lifestyle. I've been on a Tony Robbins kick lately. (laughs) I'm reading his money books because you all know I love money and money has been one of the biggest things that I've had to change my brain about. So I had so much scarcity in it. I've moved so much further into abundance. And oh, I highlight, as you all know, with the podcast that I did on active consumption, I don't just read books. I don't just consume content. I like consume it and create from it. I was reading this money book and I highlighted, I have lots of highlighting, lots of notes all over the place in the book and then in my journals. He said something in this money book that I thought was really interesting and just goes along with what I'm talking to you about in terms of creating a schedule that allows you to live this semi-retired type of lifestyle. He said, it used to be that the goal was to get rich and retire by the age of 40. Now the goal is to get rich and work until you're 90. Nearly half of all individuals who earn $750,000 per year or more say they will never retire. Or if they do, the earliest they would even consider it is at age 70. And he gives multiple examples. Warren Buffett at age 84, Steve Wynn, age 72, Rupert Murdoch, 83, Sumner Redstone, age 91, Mick Jagger, 71. And I was thinking about this. You think the reason that we adopted this behavior of trying to like work really hard to the point where we like burned out or like we worked like a dog was so that we could create enough money and save enough money so that we could then stop working right? With this idea that we have to be working and we're going to like put all this money away. So then we don't have to work. We could, if we wanted. And I think that paradigm is shifting. And I'm so excited to be part of the movement of shifting that paradigm. Because if you just drop that idea that you needed to retire because, or you wanted to retire because you didn't want to have to work anymore. If you instead created a schedule where you were just living the lifestyle that you wanted, like 
for as long as you wanted to, there would be no rushing to a certain retirement age. You would probably be just working as long as you wanted to. Like me, I cannot even imagine ever retiring. I just can't imagine fully retiring, which is why I love that I've created this lifestyle for myself right now at age 44, where I'm really working very part-time, but creating full-time results in my business. And I want you to consider what that would be like for you. If you could just live semi-retired right now, so you're working and you're contributing and you're accomplishing, yes, but you have all this flexibility and freedom and ease with the other part of your time to go do what it is that you want, hobbies and working out and meeting with friends and having spontaneous coffee dates. And you're making money while you're living this way. Would you ever even really want to quit that? Or if you did, would it be at this artificial age of 65 that we have created as just this idea, magic metric number of where we can then be done working so hard and then enjoy the rest of our lives? How would that change your idea of retirement and the rest of your life, the trajectory of your career and your life? Just something really interesting to ponder. So today, I'm going to finish off this two-part series by talking with you about your right brain. So last week, we talked about the left brain, the left thinking brain, and the left emotional brain. So left thinking brain's sole function is for accomplishment achievement. Left emotional brain is driven for basically like survival, right? Scanning for danger. And I talked with you about how your schedule would look and how it would feel if you created it from one of those parts of your brain only, like in a vacuum. So today I want to do the same thing, but talk with you about your right brain. So your right brain has a right thinking and a right emotional part to it as well. So I'm going to dive into the right emotional brain first, and then I'll talk about the right thinking brain. And then I'm going to wrap up this two-part series with what it would look like, what whole brain scheduling is designed to do is to create a schedule that incorporates all four parts of your brain into the schedule. And that's the one that I think we feel is the only way to feeling full balance and feeling fully in alignment with the life and the lifestyle that we want in terms of having it all, really. Success and accomplishment, yes, but also freedom and flexibility and fun and ease. So the right emotional brain, your right brain is the part of your brain that is the in the moment brain. So you've heard me talk about this before as the toddler brain. And I think in the past, people have maybe heard me talk about the toddler brain And they've interpreted it as like a negative in a negative way, like toddler brain is wrong. We don't want to listen to the toddler brain. And I want to make sure I'm very clear. I'm not saying that. I'm saying you want to choose which part of your brain to use and when to use it, which is why I'm giving you this framework. So your right emotional brain in the moment, what this part of your brain values is fun and joy and play and creativity. Now, what's super interesting is This is like the creative, joyful, fun center of your brain, but this part of your brain hates anything restrictive. So schedules, plans, deadlines, budgets, this part of your brain is like going to reject all of that. So interesting to know, and this was like really instructive for me when I learned it, that the creative part of my brain doesn't want to be in a box. And I think this is why so many people who this part of their brain is dominant, 
automatically reject the idea of a schedule or a budget. Like, don't put me in a box. I don't want something else to tell me what I can do and when I can do it kind of thing. Really rebellious kind of. This is the part of your brain that also is very curious and likes to experiment. This is where excitement and possibility live, which these are all amazing things, right? And we want to think about incorporating these into our schedule too. But I first want you to see like what a schedule would probably look like if you made it from this part of your brain only. You wouldn't have a pre-made schedule, right? Because this part of your brain, it has a sense of like, it's being put in a box. It's like, no, I'm out of here. I don't want any part of this. So a schedule, as you remember, the way that I teach it is just a collection of decisions about how you use your time resource. So you'd be very unlikely to make those decisions ahead of time. Instead, you would be making them in the moment, right? Depending on how you felt in the moment. Your work would be based more on your feelings. So you're feeling inspired. Maybe you'd work if you felt motivated, then you'd work. So it'd be very sporadic, right? When you feel creative, you might work for hours on end. You get caught up in the flow of it. You've seen or heard probably artists talk about this where they'll just get into what they're doing or maybe authors and then they just like go for hours and hours. They don't even get up. They don't even pay attention to anything. They're like so in the moment and so focused on what it is that they're doing right in front of them. And caught up in the flow of it. They don't even get up and go to the bathroom. They don't eat. They do nothing. They're just like in it. And so that's what your work might feel like. That's what your schedule might feel like. Very sporadic based on your emotional feeling in the moment. And even if you did have a schedule, a pre-made schedule, like you've made some decisions about what you were going to do ahead of time from this part of your brain, you would not follow through on it if you didn't feel like it. Because again, that's restrictive, right? And we're voting for what feels good in the moment here in this part of our brain. So it's very go with the flow. It's also the part of your brain that likes group work. So you might have things in your schedule, pre-made decisions about your schedule that are meetings with others or collaborative in nature. And you would likely want to follow through on those because teamwork feels like fun, feels like play and creativity. Now, what a schedule would feel like based on the right emotional part of your brain would be very sporadic, like at the whim of inspiration and motivation, there wouldn't be any consistency or very little consistency because again, it's like based on how you're feeling in the moment and you're like, voting for what feels fun and playful and creative. And unfortunately, I think those of us, and this was definitely not me, I was definitely a left brain dominant person. Those who identify more or have this part of their brain as the more dominant part that are more, have it activated more frequently. I think those folks tend to identify as a hot mess, as being a hot mess or disorganized Unfortunately, because they are immersed in a left thinking brain society. So like, oh my gosh, these people are so organized. They're well thought out. They're planned. And I just kind of like go with the flow. There's something wrong with me. I'm a hot mess. I need to get my shit together kind of thing. So notice if that's you, if you identify that way, it's just because you're comparing yourself and the way that you operate, which is just one part of your brain compared to what the left thinking brain folks operate. It would also be a situation if your right emotional brain is activated or in charge more of the time that you might be late. (laughs) Being on time would not be something you'd be prioritizing a lot, right? When I get there, I get there. It's fine. I just go with the flow. 
or you keep changing deadlines. Because remember, a deadline, a budget, a plan of any sort feels very restrictive. And this part of the brain will reject that. The other part of this is this is hard for people who are this part of their brain is dominant. They struggle setting and achieving goals. Again, because the goal would have a deadline and a deadline is restrictive. And so they might set a deadline that's way far out and then they get closer to it and they're like, ah, I don't want to do this. And so then they push the deadline out further. And often I think these folks wish that they could get more done, but they resist any type of scheduling because it's restrictive and they have this idea that's going to kill their mojo or kill their creativity. And in some sense, they're right because this is the creative part of your brain. It does not like to be in a box. So I'm going to show you again, at the end of this episode, I'm going to wrap all these things together and example based on my schedule of what it looks like to create a whole brain schedule and what it feels like to live within a whole brain schedule. If your right emotional brain is activated, this is what it would feel like in your time. Sporadic, not consistent, late, changing deadlines, hating anything that you sense is restrictive and really voting for your creativity and fun and play. When I think about this, I think about my dog and her name is Beyonce. I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast before, (laughs) but yes, my dog's name is Beyonce. So my husband and I laugh because she's just like so playful. She's so in the moment. She can be like in a dead sleep snoring away. Then you're like, B, you want to go for a walk? And she's like up and at it. And she's like, yes, I want to go do the fun thing right now. So one of the things that I ask myself in the morning, because my right emotional brain was definitely not a a very active part of my brain. I hadn't built the muscle of that because I was so left, I was left emotional and I was left thinking, but the right side of my brain definitely was not as dominant. So I asked myself in the morning, like, how can I be like B today? What would Beyonce do today? How would she show up? How would she like have fun? How would she engage in creativity? How would she engage in play today within the schedule that I've created? I'm going to talk a little bit more about that in just a minute. So that is your right emotional brain. Okay. The last piece of your brain, your right thinking brain. Remember your right brain is the in the moment brain. So it's where you're aware and you're present. This is the part of your brain where you can see possibility. You feel connected to your higher purpose, maybe to universe, to God, however you identify or whatever you connect with. It's the very accepting part of your brain. It's where intention and purpose live. It's like the big picture and the vision. It's like you rising above yourself and taking the 20,000 foot view of like what's really important here. Thinking about the reason that you're here. Why are you walking on the planet? This is the part of the brain that for my husband is really challenging. This is like one of the parts of the brain he hasn't built any muscle in or very little. And so I was asking him this question. I said, well, what is your purpose? Why are you here on the planet right now? What have you decided? And he's like, I don't even know how to answer that question. Right? He's like, you asked me the deepest questions. I'm like, but that's the whole point. The fact that you don't know how to respond to that. This is the deeper part of you. This is the essence of you. This is who you are as a human. Your purpose is in this part of your brain. So I like to think about it as like the Buddha in my brain or like the Jesus in my brain, like the bigger picture connection to something that's bigger than me. And 
strategy, like really vision is the way that I think about it. This is what your right thinking brain is all about. Some people are really good at this. And some people, again, if you haven't built the muscle in it, this might be the area of your brain that you want to start doing some work within. So let me show you what a right thinking brain only schedule would look like. It would be very loose, if any schedule at all, because again, it's in the moment. So who cares about the next moment? I'm just present right now in this moment. And I just know that the next moment will take care of itself. So there wouldn't be any like planning for a future because that's what happened in your left brain. This part of your brain is going to want lots of open space to dream and to ideate and to connect with self and with others and to create vision. So if this is the part of your brain that is the right thinking brain, people might tell you even that you're like a dreamer or you're like, if you have all these pie in the sky ideas, right? You have like amazing ability to create ideas, but you rarely make a plan to actually implement these big ideas because you don't like details and scheduling feels tedious and unimportant to this part of your brain. So kind of like that person who's like, always in the clouds, maybe you might even hear people say this to them, or you've said it to them, like, or you, you are this person and you've had this said to you, like your head's just in the clouds, something like that. Now there's an amazing experience of a schedule like this, which is there's the sense of peace and calm and connection to bigger purpose. The thing that is bigger than you, the reason why you are here and joy and abundance and a sense of timelessness, calm and freedom. But the thing that is challenging about using your time or deciding how you use your time from this part of your brain in a vacuum or by itself is that you're going to have this intuition or this sense nagging at you that you could actually contribute more. Because while you're creating all of these amazing ideas, you're not actually putting them into place. You're not actually making them something in the world for other people to be helped by. After I taught this whole brain scheduling idea concept to my mastermind, I had one of the students who emailed me with this saying that she had come across. And she said, I thought this represented whole brain scheduling so well. And it said, the world needs dreamers, hence the right thinking brains. And the world needs doers, the left thinking brains. But above all, what the world needs most are dreamers that do. And this is such a good way to like bring this all together. We want to have the dreams. We want to spend the time dreaming because that's where we create possibility. That's where we create innovation as humans. But that by itself doesn't help anyone. It doesn't move us forward individually or the world without it actually being done, without it being implemented. So bringing the two together is the most powerful way to use the time resource that we have available to us as humans. So kind of wrapping this all together, it's a good segue into what it would look like and feel like to create a schedule with your whole brain, instead of just one of these parts alone, or maybe one or two of them, all four parts coming together to create the schedule that allows you to have it all, everything that you want. So this is what a whole brain schedule looks and feels like, and how you would know that this is a schedule that you created. 
It would be well-organized and planned where you got as much accomplished as you wanted to in the amount of time that you wanted to work. Your creative genius would thrive because you gave that part, the creativity pieces of your work, generous deadlines, and maybe you even incorporated teamwork. You would have the sense that there is plenty of time, like there's an abundance of time that's available to you. You would feel connected to your bigger purpose through what you have scheduled. So you could like look at your schedule, you open it up and you're like, yes, I can see how this exactly aligns with the reason why that I'm on the planet. Instead of feeling disconnected, just like going through the motions of doing the things, you're like, no, this is a direct line connection. I can connect the dots to the reason that I'm here, to my purpose, to how I'm using my time resource for me and to make a bigger contribution to the world. There would be a high quality or level of self-care. And what I mean by that is this is taking care of your left emotional brain. You would maybe have breaks. You would take time to fuel yourself. You would have time off. You would give yourself time to connect with yourself and to others so that you're encapsulating and taking care of your whole being, not just accomplishing, accomplishing, accomplishing. It would feel flowy and calm and ease. And you would also at the same time have this exceptional capacity for accomplishment, but you would just know where that metric lies. Like what is enough? You would just know and you wouldn't question yourself about that. It's this sense of like everything flowing together and having a connection to your bigger purpose, whether it is part of your actual work or it is your free time, that it all integrates well and helps you create towards your overall purpose and reason for being here. It's not just about doing, it's about being which is part of what we're missing, I think, when we're talking about time management and productivity from just the left thinking brain alone. So the key to creating a schedule where you have it all, and when I say all, I mean everything that you want, accomplishment and success and freedom and ease and flexibility and time for spontaneity and creativity, all of those things is using all four parts of your brain to create that schedule for you. At the end of the day, the schedule that you create should be something that you do want to do, that you're like, I couldn't say no to this schedule. It's so amazing and it's fun and I want to do it. And if you want more help with this, you want to dive into this concept even deeper, the idea of whole brain scheduling and how radically different your schedule will look when you use this process versus what you might be doing now or what you think you should be doing or what is the right way to do it, then I want to invite you to join us inside the Unbusy Entrepreneur Mastermind. This mastermind is all about simplifying your schedule, using this process to create a schedule that you actually want to use that allows you to feel completely fulfilled and satisfied with how you spend and invest the resource of time. If you're ready to join us on this movement to live semi-retired right now and for the rest of your career, you're just one schedule away. Visit my website at www.mealwilliams.com, click on the mastermind button and apply today for the October round. We have a seat saved just for you. I can't wait to welcome you 
into our community of schedule hackers, where we are using our schedules to live the life that we want, where we have it all. Have an amazing, gorgeous week, and I'll see you next week.